Hi, I'm Sandy. And I'm confused. And you're listening to Podcast Podcast. The podcast that talks about how great podcasts are. How self-obsessed. Hi, Eric. Hey, Lauren. How's, how's it going over there? Good. I was hoping we could use like pseudonyms for our podcast today. I like that. Who Just am not I? Feeling like myself. Well, Who you, am I? You tell me. Beyonce. Oh. Can I get a whole yeah? I just always feel like a little Beyonce. You know. <laughs> Maybe we could think of names that aren't um, a lot in common. Already taken by. I was mega talking about um, this other person named Beyonce Jenkins, who's a <laughs> no. single mother in Louisiana. <laughs> that would be tough. That's my older or younger than Beyonce. Beyonce. Way older. Oh, see, interesting. The original Beyonce. Yeah, so she's she my, she's my like doppelganger. Um, I I bet hero, when, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> I bet when Destiny's Child came out, she was like, "Oh, how exciting! Another yeah. person named Beyonce." And then soon she was like, "This sucks." I'm a little worried because I feel like Beyonce is trying to have her killed. Oh. Like we should go into that in another episode. We don't have time right now, <laughs> but like it's it's a little fishy. Can we get Starly on that? Yes. A little mystery show to find out if if Beyonce. What is her last name? Uh, Jenkins. Beyonce Jenkins. I'll tell you right now the answer is yes. <laughs> but we can like go into How can you say with details. such certainty? I could take up a whole podcast. Wow. You're, Sandy. you're right. We shouldn't even get started no. on that. Okay, stay tuned next time for <laughs> how Beyonce is trying Killing to kill the Beyonce. original Beyonce, Beyonce Jenkins, a single mother in Louisiana. There has to be more, right? More than two? Yeah, and maybe they're better. Well, mm. now I'm sure people have named their children after Miss Knowles. Yeah. Wow. Good, anyway. Good work to Tina, too. Like, mm-hmm. Tina, you made a good she one. Did some, someone should study her. Someone should, like, to just figure out how get to best some parent, parenting to tips. Make your kids super rich. Yeah. All right. I mean, that's why I want to have kids is the hopes that they get really rich and that I don't have to keep working. Oh, you know? totally. Isn't that why everyone has kids? Yes. I'm going to be such Sorry, a Sorry, mom and dad. Parent. Yeah. Ooh, I did the opposite. Ooh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're like, you give me money. Yeah. Ugh. That's I'm I'm doing the same. My parents I'm, are very disappointed. Yeah, and I have a feeling that my parents thought that by the time I was 33, I'd be like not needing them so much. But like, <laughs> I can't order a pair of boots online without calling my mom. Like, she's probably like, "When does this? When is this over?" Well, to be fair, <laughs> and vice versa, right? Like, your mom consults. Oh, you I for get text stuff for boot yeah. updates also. Oh God, we have to we have to do it. Let's get into show nuts. Um, rate us on <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> That's I felt like I threw you a curveball there. I, I knew like, exactly what to say. Okay, okay great. Um, Rate us on iTunes. Yeah. Preferably five stars. Please. But we'll take almost anything. No, we won't. We don't want a one star. No, that's true. I guess. I, you know what? We, I just won't, we don't want to tell it. you what to do. But I guarantee you're going to get on iTunes and you're going to call me and ask for money. I know. And not rate us five stars. Exactly. Let's see if that works. Right, right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, also, call the big, big listener. How do we do that, Lauren? I Just mean, Beyonce. Put, put your fingers on the numbers 202-885-POD1 or email biglisten at wamu.org. Clickety, 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 clickety. thank you for the sound effects. Yeah, you're right. That's, yeah. I, well, DJJ, we you're really right. should have been doing that, but <laughs> How do you know it wasn't? Um, tell the big listen that you love us. It's not that hard. You do love us. I know. You don't have to fake anything. Yeah. Um, Yo, remember when we shouted out to our fans on Meads and asked them <laughs> to answer a three simple questions so we could give them a podcast to listen to? Yes. What's going on with that? Well, 
let's just remember there the remind people of the questions we said yeah. answer these two, three questions okay. we'll give you a recommendation I hope I can remember the questions. I think it was, what's a TV show or a book or a movie you've loved? Exactly. Number two was, what did you do on Saturday? Yeah, which, which at that point vague. was like two days it, previous. It could basically be any Saturday yeah. of your entire life. What did you do I recently? Don't, I don't care. Yeah. The calculator doesn't care. <laughs> and three, who's someone you hate, a celebrity, but yeah. you don't have to have a reason. In fact, it's preferable if you have no idea why you hate this person. Can't explain it. And just to recap, because that's a fun one, remind people who yours is. Mine is Drew Barrymore. Wait. I have to tell you something. You saw Drew Barrymore. No. And she said her person was me. Better. What? I was at the wine store in Brooklyn Heights going to visit my friend. And this guy was like, hey, do you want to taste this rosé? You're going to get rosé anyway because it's a hot summer day. And, you know, I, I am who I am. And so I was like, yeah, I'll taste it. I, you know, that looks pretty good. He was like, so it's called Barrymore because it's because <laughs> it's a wine made by Drew Barrymore. She partnered with some vineyard or whatever. Did you, how, did you spit it out? I purchased it. And no. Yeah. I hope so your mom isn't listening. She's gonna disown you. I feel like I've. I feel like I've betrayed you. Oh my you. god! It can't possibly be good. A Drew Barrymore rosé. Oh, it was. It Sandy. was fine. I was mostly doing it because like that guy was standing there and like trying to pass out wine, and I was like, yeah, okay, I'm buying rosé anyway. I'll buy your He's wine. He's very lucky that he didn't do that to me. Yeah, you my would've... reaction would have been a lot different. You would have been mid sip as he said Drew Barrymore, and you would have done a full on. He would have had Barrymore all over his face. <laughs> Wouldn't have been the first time. I don't yeah. know what that means. Well, it's something sexual. Okay. Anyway, so those were the three questions. Yeah. So I do have a couple more. We're, we're going to just get a couple a week. Yeah. So keep on going to our Facebook page and answering the questions. Yep. And we have a couple more. And um, thanks to those who've already answered. We will yes. definitely get to you. I really love this. Yes. And remember, don't ask too many questions about why. Just do it. Yeah. Like, don't don't ask. Yeah. But um, uh, my friend Yaha said that she had recently enjoyed Silicon Valley. On Saturday, she took photos of her friend Karen's bras, <laughs> and she hates Bella Hadid. Which is so specific to me. Which is why I think she, like, Who Weekly? Have yeah. you ever listened to that with Bobby Finger and Lindsay Weber? Because Bella Hadid is kind of a who, and, like, which means it's a celebrity that, like, you oh, kind yeah. of know, She's a but, who. like, yeah. you don't really know why you know them. So right. I feel like hating Bella Hadid is, like, a theme on Who Weekly, and... <laughs> also taking pictures of bras I don't know it all sounds very it's very funny yeah. they're hilarious yeah no that's um, a good recommendation thank you you're really good at this I am <laughs> if you could have a full time job recommending podcasts based on those three questions you would be getting great performance reviews I wish that this skill came in handy for anything anything else yeah um, your friend yeah should you, I do should yeah, I do the yeah, next yeah. one so uh, the next one came from Corey L who oh. said that um, a book she really loved was leaving time which i had to look up it's a jody picolt is that how you say it yes novel yeah um number two she on saturday she had dinner at cheddar's which i also had to look up i didn't know what cheddar's was but i didn't either i'm assuming it's just a bunch of cheese and sounds like you would I like it wanna be there does she does she live in new york city she does not she oh, lives okay. in she lives in Road ohio trip. okay yeah. um oprah is the person who she hates but can't explain which i good one fully reject I, it's a good one to get it's people mad such a good one because the best answers on these are the ones that a you cannot explain and b other people are like what yes and i i, I do have to say what, what? coriel i love oprah I do too if oprah i love oprah more than i love bread Ooh, never mind i take that back <laughs> i love bread um if oprah told me to stop listening to podcasts because they were bad for me i would uh, anyway, mm. so given those three answers, I am going to recommend for Corey L. The Longest Shortest Time. 
which is hosted, of course, by um, This American Life's Hillary Frank. We have played multiple clips from it. It's basically about um, like pregnancy and motherhood. And placentas. Which placentas, which sounds like not that exciting, but it actually is really good. And even I've enjoyed it and I've never been pregnant. I was going to say, Whatever. it's the only parenting podcast. Yeah. I like totally, yeah. and I happen to know Corey L has a very adorable little one. Oh, so well, there you I go. I think it's going to be perfect. I hope she listens, and I hope she tells us what she thinks about it. Me too, Corey L. Let us know. Um, do you have an who? Should we keep going, or yeah. should we save them? Oh, we'll save them. Up to you. Stay tuned next time. Listen for more. We got more. Stay tuned next time with podcast recommendations with Ben, Sandy, and Beyonce. Yeah, <laughs> that's a new podcast. <laughs> Um, we're branching out. We're adding more podcasts. Because um, we do have a lot to get to. We do. We have a whole giant list here, and we have recommendations for all of you already. So just like keep listening yeah. and be ready. Pins and needles. <laughs> um, that means it's time for podcast challenge. <laughs> um, podcast challenge, as you know, is the challenge where we the challenge the segment where we challenge each other to listen listen to a podcast. Either because we want a listening partner, because we haven't listened to it and really want to, um, or whatever reason we feel like, because we're independent women. Um, and last week, I challenged Lauren to listen to Adlandia, which is a podcast about, the obviously, the advertising and marketing world. But specifically, I challenged her to listen to an episode called The New York Times, They Are a Change-In. I loved it. You did? At DJJ, we listened to it also. You did? Yeah, we listened to it together. It was really cute. Aww. We were holding hands. I picture you like snuggled up on the couch with a blanket and like some hot cocoa. It's the middle of summer. Yeah. And um, just playing it out loud. Sure, that's exactly what was going on. Yeah. Good. Um, no, I really loved it. It made me want to listen to more. Yeah. It definitely like added to my podcast list. <gasps> wow. Yeah. This that might be the most successful podcast challenge we've ever had. And I also really liked how at the end they had the what would you kill, yeah, buy and make. Yeah. I think yeah. instead of fuck Mary kill kill, that was really fun. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting. It's my only shark tank. My only complaint was they kept on interrupting each other. Did you notice? Yeah. that? Yeah. You notice it too? Yeah, totally. Because I thought I couldn't tell if I was just because I was so interested in what they were saying. Yeah. I was like, wait a second, I'm listening to her, and the other person would step in, or and I thought. Maybe it's because like like podcasters like you and me interrupt each other all the time. It doesn't right. fucking matter because right. we never say anything we're of value. Zero substantial things. But they were saying things that I was like, wait a second, I. It was stuff I didn't know. Yeah, I feel like that's very ad culture, though. Yeah. To be speaking yeah, over yeah. each other, you know, trying to get the trying to get your word in. But I, they are so smart. Fantastic, right? Yeah, I really liked it. Thank wow, you. Wow, I'm so happy and pleased. Yeah, that was it. I really thought fun. it would be too, um, like, industry No, but and, like, I'm boring. in publishing and stuff. No, you know? I, know, like, I know that it is part of your world for sure. Yeah, and also it made me think of, they were talking about how, like, um, advertisements in podcasting is getting really lazy. And I yeah. was thinking, not on this podcast. Hey, that's so true. Our they ads need are the opposite of cookie cutter we have the best fact, sponsors they're so not cookie cutter that they're they rarely make sense they don't make sense yeah <laughs> so props to us that's what i took away from it wow. that we're amazing wow two really good things one that you liked it and two that we realized we're how right amazing on the, we are on the right path that yeah. made me like it a lot <laughs> <laughs> a lot of good affirmation there yeah well good wow i'm so pleasantly surprised i loved it and you know i think our podcast challenge is kind of like 
evolving in a very good way right now because yeah. I really liked that you had me listen to a specific episode. Yes. Because it gave me something to think. Like I was like, Eric listened to these exact words and like Yes. I was also thinking our listeners could listen along too. So I have another podcast for you um for this challenge and it's one it's an episode I loved. I'm yes. not saying like I dare you to listen to this weird podcast. I'm saying I listen to this yep. and I loved it so much and I want you to listen to this exact episode and I want all of our listeners to listen to it. Oh man. And it is have have you listened to Last Culturistas? No. It is um I'm just going to read from the website. <gasps> Ding dong. Join your culture consultants, Matt Rogers and Bowen Yang, on an unforgettable journey into the beating heart of culture. Alongside sizzling special guests, they get into the hottest pop culture moments of the day and they formulative cultural experiences that turn them into culturistas. Honey, come and get your life. Um, Time Out New York. I think I recommended it last week um, to my friend Brian. It's addictively bitchy, says Time Out New York. And Guy Branham, who I love, said, Bowen Yang and Matt Rogers are fucking culture warriors and we don't deserve uh-huh. it. And they do this thing at the end where they have like a minute to like like shit on something. <laughs> and every after everything they say, they go, I don't think so, honey. I don't <laughs> think so, honey. And it's like you have like a minute to say as many things as you can and to make your argument for yep. something that like I don't think so. Yep. And then they really get in, they have really good interviews with the person about like what made them say to themselves, culture is for me. I love culture. Episode 36 is with Mateo Lane. Uh, God swoon. damn it. Swoon. God damn it. I was listening to it and I, first of all, he <laughs> is so talented. He's he, like singing. I didn't know he was an artist. I was like, he, I was just going to bring it up that he's like a painter. And he loves painting Maleficent from Sleeping Beauty. He loves Disney. Yeah. I was, listen, I was listening much. to it and I was like, everyone else should just go home. Like, yeah. Because he's the most talented person in the universe. And the fact that he hasn't, isn't like the president of the United States, I don't understand. Right. Like what, what's wrong with our political system. And he's hysterical. And he's got a great singing, singing voice. And he is easy on the eyes. And oh my God. In and he, one or two ways. He can speak Italian. He, he oh looks kind of like Mario. Like who? Uh, Mar- Mario. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mario the... Like, doot, 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 You do, think... Do, oh, okay. Do, 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 when he has a little mustache. He has that big mustache. Yeah, yeah but, but he's big, way hotter. Uh, yeah, well, A, it's not that hard to be hotter than Mario. Right. It's kind of schlumpy. I just be. don't want him to think we're dissing him. Yeah, oh, my... No, I, no. I hope you would never think that. We no, think we so love, much of him. We we clearly, like, talk about him a little too much. But it, it, this... The, there's a lot of good ones. In fact, um, who... What's the name of that comedian that you almost talked about today for today's podcast? Oh, John Early. John Early's on it, and he's really good. Ah! Um, Shush... Shazir Zamita, what? How, I'm Sashir, Shashir Zamita, I yeah. Never say her name. Uh-huh. She from did SNL. A really good one. She has really good stand up. I love her stand. I think she, I might have had, featured her uh, a clip of her on um, "Put Your Hands Together" on this podcast. She loves Disney and like I just, I it's you really get into Ugh. the nerdy culture stuff yeah. with these really funny people, and I love um, Bowen and Matt. Well, I'm so excited. You're in for a treat. I'm I'm really into it, and I will definitely listen to the John Early one as and well. And everybody else, you guys listen to listen to yeah, listen along with episode us. Episode thirty six. Lost Culturistas. Also, I want to take a moment. Eric and I are like a little coffee. In case you're wondering why we're yeah, it's pardon us. Yeah, we were making out earlier, and it's just like we contagious. Both, we both got TB. Yeah, that so, sounds terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Tuberculosis is nothing to mess around with. No. So give us a break if you hear us cough. <laughs> I'm trying really hard not to. I know it's it's the more you think about it, the more you. I know. Yeah. So let's take some time to think about our sponsor. Let's do it. Um, this week our episode is brought to you by Seat Geek. 
These days, it's cool to be a geek. You can be a geek about almost anything and still be the coolest kid in town. Trust me, I'm a Disney geek. Eric's a theater geek. And DJ Jaywoo is a baking sheets geek. <laughs> and we are all the cat's meow. I bet you know a kind of geek for everything. And for every type of geek, there's a community for them to fart around in. But seat geeks, which I have to imagine means geeks for their own butts and other people's butts, where do they go? There wasn't an online community for them to swap butt pics or bidet reviews until now. SeatGeek is the website for people who are geeks for butts. Just go to SeatGeek.com to find tons of people who care about what you care about if what you care about is butts. I briefly visited the website and noticed there are a lot of event listings, which makes me think they host butt-related events, which is awesome. I mean, finally, the seat geeks across the world. Can I hear a hallelujah? Talk about butt sweat, wedgies. Is it panties or underwear? And clenching your butt cheeks to the beat of your favorite song. The more I talk about this, Eric, the more I am like, wow, where on earth did people go to discuss these things before SeatGeek? Enter discount code podcast podcast and SeatGeek will hook you up with a butt buddy for free. I don't know what that means, but I can't promise it's not sexual. But geeky sexual, I bet, you know. Get your butt over to SeatGeek now. Can I get a high five with your bottom? Meaning, can I slap your tush? Thanks, SeatGeek. Woo! Woo. Man, our editor, Kara Hughes, is going to la 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 love that one. She loves it when I slap her tush. She sure does. She's a real SeatGeek. Yeah, <laughs> she is. She's going to edit that out, isn't she? I hope not. <laughs> Um, well, thanks, Seat Geek. Thanks. I just, I, you know, to be honest, like, like you said, I'm a theater geek. I'm not really like a butt geek yet. Not yet. But yeah. you know, with this, because there wasn't a community, I might be open to it. You're right. Yeah. Like if you know, it's like this is the kind of thing. Like if you're already a Seat Geek, you're gonna like go crazy. But like if you're not one yet, like just wait and see. The possibilities are endless. Yeah. So true. Should we jump into our first clip? Yes, I'm. So excited about our clips today. Um, Me too. Clip one is from Fresh Air with Terry Gross, which, Who? you know, um, my friend Jill calls it Terry Time. <laughs> she loves Terry Gross. That is a um, better title for that show. And as you know, Terry Gross is the best interviewer in the universe. And this is an old clip with Maurice Sendak. The episode is called Maurice Sendak on Life, Death, and Children's Lit. And Maurice Sendak has died. And um, this is right before Maurice Sendak died. And in case you're unfamiliar uh, Marie Sendak wrote where the and illustrated where the wild things are and in the night kitchen and a bunch of other amazing things um, and going back on everything he's done it made me realize he's so much weirder than I remember and darker and he always got a lot of shit for writing stuff that was thought to be too dark for kids but he's just like this like beautiful weirdo man and I fell in love with him listening to this clip and this episode he's talking about not having kids but Um, and not really wanting kids, but always living with a dream daughter in his life and being gay and dying. And um, let's listen to it, and then we can talk about stuff. Uh, Oh, God, there are so many beautiful things in the world, which I will have to leave when I die. But I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Well, listen. I have to tell you something. Go ahead. You are the only person I have ever dealt with in terms of being interviewed or talking to who brings this out in me. There is something very unique and special in you, which I so trust. When I heard that you were going to interview me or that you wanted to, I was really, really pleased. Well, I'm really glad we got the chance to speak, because when I heard you had a book coming out, I thought, 
what a good excuse <laughs> well, <laughs> to call up Maurice Sendak and have a chat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what we always do, isn't it? Yeah, it's it is. It's what we've always done. It is. Thank God we're still around to do it. Yes. And I'll, almost certainly I'll go before you go, <laughs> so I won't have to miss you. Oh, God, what a... S- <laughs> And, and I don't know whether I'll do another book or not. I might. It doesn't matter. I'm a happy old man. But I will cry my way all the way to the grave. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you have a new book. I'm really glad we had a chance to talk. I am, too. And I wish you all good things. I wish you all good things. Live your life. Live your life. Live your life. How are you feeling? <laughs> It's so emotional. I'm a little sad. It's hard to hear someone talk about the end of their life it, so candidly. Yeah, you don't hear that all the time. Yeah. But um, if you think that was good, that was like the last little bit of the whole episode. You should listen to the whole thing. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Um, the the reason that um, Terry invited Maurice um, was because he wanted, she wanted to talk about his new book, Bumblardi, which was new at the time. And it's a book about an orphan pig who has reached the age of nine without ever having a birthday party. And it's kind of a long story, but Bumblardi throws himself a costume party because he's never had a party before. And his aunt is like, okay, Smarty, you've had your party, but never again because she's mad at him. And Bumblardi replies, I promise I swear I won't ever turn 10, which is like a really weird, dark thing for a kid to say in a children's book. And Sendak, um, well, Terry asked him about this line and Sendak is like, that is my favorite line in the book. And no one has ever asked me about that before. And it's, he says that line sums up my life, my work, and he doesn't even know what it means. But I thought that's a very loaded line. And that's another example of why Terry Gross is so good. Yeah. But like she, she pulled that knew. out. Yeah. No one, everyone is interviewing him about this. And t- of course, Terry Gross. And just how much he loves her. She's mm. just, this was, this made me love Maurice Sendak and, and um, Terry Gross even more. Um, and it made me really want to go out and read some Maurice Sendak because it's totally. so weird and good. Um, and it's so representative of how he instills in the ch- his child characters this like crazy prophetic like adultness like this wisdom mm-hmm. you know what i mean his the, the child characters in his books are so wise and he gives kids a lot of credit yeah he's not dumbing shit down for kids yeah and that he says in the interviews like kids are really drawn to me and i think it's because people don't give kids enough credit yeah and he's gone yeah and he's gone do you know how he died i i don't know yeah actually. i don't know either but um I also, researching this, I didn't know. Labyrinth is chiefly inspired by Outside Over There and Where the Wild Things Are. David Bowie's You're Labyrinth. You're kidding. I know, right? That's so interesting. And actually, some beep, 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 some breaking news just broke <gasps> recently. There will be a new Marie Sendek book called Presto and Zesto in, in Limbo Land to publish this year. Wow. And I'm actually unsure how I, f- how I feel about it because on this ep clip, um, Terry says, do you have a bunch of like shit that you yeah, haven't published and he's like it's garbage <gasps> and so i'm wondering if he maybe he didn't want it yeah published. and it kind of reminds me of like harper lee totally and like you know oh it's a little creepy but at the same time it sounds really good i bet it's amazing <laughs> you know i'm happy i was just th- thinking how sad i am that he's gone and like he'll come back for this yeah. so i guess i'm I'm selfishly happy that there's yeah. another one. It's the type of thing where I'd want to see like uh, um, like an installation or like a, what what do you call it? Like a gallery of like all his like unpublished illustrations. That'd be really fun. I know. 
Well, we'll have to, at least if it comes out, read it and treat it with a lot of respect and we'll enjoy it. And read it to, um, you know, kids. Yeah. (laughs) The dummies. I'll have to explain it to them. Little baby idiots. I'll have to mansplain it to them. (laughs) Adult splain. Um, Good one. A little too sad, frankly. Sorry. I mean, I was, I had uh, tears in my eyes. (laughs) No, I'm really sorry. Isn't it beautiful? It is. Okay, but... We'll go, we'll and that line, I think stuff. that line really sticks with me. The I promise, I swear, I won't ever turn ten. Yeah. And similarly, like I don't totally understand it. I I could certainly make guesses, but um, it's just very. I know. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Um. All right. So today is a very special day. Switching gears from death to life. But speaking of birthdays, I guess you could say. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Mm-hmm. Um, today is the anniversary <gasps> of the day. That Angel Kara, our stellar editor, was born into this crazy world of ours, and she's been making it better ever since. I was gonna say, like, it's been tough having to focus. I know a little bit. It's true. It's all I want to do is honor Kara. She's yeah. the best, and I just want her to know that really that is. her good buds Sandy and Beyonce are here for her. You yeah, know, so in honor of her, <gasps> this episode, this clip comes from. Um, the Worst Birthday Podcast, which is hosted by Michael Costa. Had you heard of this one? Yeah, I've listened to it before. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. I just discovered it trying to find a birthday podcast. Um, so comedian Michael Costa, who is a correspondent on The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, brings on guests um, like typically his friends who are like comedians or celebrities or whatever um, to talk about their worst birthday ever. <laughs> and like um, great listeners call in and talk about their worst birthday. It's really entertaining. It's not really like necessarily all that they talk about but it's right. kind of gets the conversation going i love the idea because birthdays are so hopeful and when you're little you're like it's gonna be the best day ever <laughs> and then it usually isn't well i'm not a huge birthday person but i also find that like you know sometimes you can you can get like real expectations for your birthday and then like if it's not you know anything really fun you can be disappointed and then you never fucking forget it. Yeah, like it's that's traumatizing. True. If you're little and some shit happens on your birthday, that's so true. You're gonna become a rapist, yeah. oh. basically, or something. I don't or know. Something, yeah. Alcoholism, something whatever. Something not good. Yeah. Um, all right. So um, this episode of Worst Birthday Podcast features Dana Moon, who's a stand-up comic and a friend of Michael's. She tells the story of her twelfth birthday party. <laughs> she explains that she's really into scary movies. Um, like scream and like I know what you did last summer. So she invites six girls or so over for a birthday sleepover to watch some scary movies. And here's how it goes down. Okay, so uh, in my mind, I'm going to trick. I'm going to get all these girls good. This is a fun Mm -hmm. prank. Mm -hmm. So my dad, this is so this is the night where we start watching the movies and like halfway through, there's some girls that are like, they they can't take the movie. It's too much. Yeah, and they were like leaving the room and like one was like getting all upset and I was like, this is a perfect time. Danielle, right. let's go for our right. walk. Danielle, you want to take a walk? So then we, for some reason, uh, we're all in the basement. My dad had a finished basement, which I thought was so cool. Dude, finished basement. I wanted to finish. Shit. When I you wish, little? I wish we, this podcast could be sponsored by The Finished Basement. The Finished Basement. Yeah, so dope. So I climbed through the window. Nice. Uh Totally unnecessary. Screaming and crying. Okay. And Danielle follows me and we're like, oh my God, we we just saw the neighbors getting murdered. He stabbed her. What do we do? And and then the all of the girls who were like losing their shit over watching like scream just start hysterically crying. One is like calling her mom. The other one's like, you oh, need to go wake up your dad. Sake. And I'm like- I mean, you did pretend to see a murder. That's I like was- a serious <laughs> crime. It's not like- 
We saw a One ghost. One of them is like, <laughs> you know, it's a good birthday when girls are screaming and crying and going home. Oh my God. It just, I love it so much because you expect a bad birthday story to be like, my dad didn't come or right. like our dog died right. in the middle of the pinata. Like this one, she fully brought on herself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whoops. <laughs> it also it tickles me because I feel like it's something I would have done. Oh my God. You would have. I, I would have. Maybe still would. Yeah. No. Real I advised. Would, I feel like my friends and I would do this stuff. We want yeah. it so badly that dark side. Isn't that interesting how when you have sort of like a um, nice childhood that is not like marred by anything tragic or. Yeah. You want. Because like our hometown was similarly yeah. crime free. Yeah. Like the, the, you know, police blotter was about barking dogs. <laughs> and, and like you know, trash bags getting and, caught in trees. Right. Yeah. It was it was like a low key place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you pointed out the finished basement comment, which yeah. is so funny because I have such distinct memories of my parents finished like half of our basement, which was like a pretty small amount of space. But they were like, we love you, Eric, but not that much. <laughs> but I just remember being like, this is going to be the place where everything happens for me. I'm you know going to be mean? the most popular kid at school. I mean, can you imagine the parties we're going to throw in here? I mean, pe- cut to like me having a costume party where we're all like bobbing for Apple. I, it's, that would, that, that sounds cool. like a rager. <laughs> it was really amazing. And you know what the best thing about it is that you could not do that in an unfinished oh, basement or anywhere else. Like are you, you kidding? You'd be chomping on spider webs. Required. Yeah. You can't do that shit anywhere else. This party was a really good one. I don't know how old I was, maybe like 10 or so just a couple of years before these crazy birthdayers. Um, and my mom hung like little mini donuts from the ceiling and you had to like, you know, like bite at I them like your mom's while brain. trying to get it. I it's just, so good. Yeah. Also, I want to plan 10 year old's birthday parties. I know. And this Wait, was like we start before a business? Pinterest. Is that creepy if we start a business where we're planning yes. children's birthday parties? It okay. is. And we will. Okay. Yes. But stay tuned guys. Um, we don't hear it in this clip, but <laughs> all of this happened at midnight. She said like her dad was asleep. First of all, this was her first birthday at her dad's house. I guess her parents divorced and like this was the first one at the dad's house and she just knew like no rules applied. So her dad was asleep and this happened at midnight. So like parents were getting called at like 1230 p.m. <laughs> or a.m. rather like come get your kid. My kid told them that she witnessed a murder. Great. <sighs> Remind me not to be a parent. <laughs> um, it's just so, it just cracks me up. I, I love that one. That was fun. Um, I also, like 12-year-old Dana Moon, love scary movies. I, I love them. I do too. I, yeah, we bought them. What's that. your favorite? What's I think favorite? The Shining is probably Really? That's such a good one. Wait. And The Witch. I would say I really like The Witch. You mean The Vavitch, that recent one that like, it looked like it was two Vs, but it was a W? I think so. It was like old timey and kind of art. Indie. Yeah. Do you remember that one? I don't think I saw it. It was so <gasps> good. So good. You know what I really love that was recent was Cabin in the Woods. Oh, so good. DJ <gasps> J. Wu was Wait, nodding I just his changed head. my answer. That was brilliant. So Can I get a hole? Yeah. But I think, I love The Shining too. You know how I was in New Hampshire? Mm-hmm. Um, we went past the or we stopped and looked at the hotel that was like the inspiration for the shining oh really I yeah isn't that interesting no not where they because they filmed it in colorado sure right i don't the, know at the overlook yeah, yeah i think this was just the inspiration oh, for okay. it not where they filmed um i just think i like that because it was like the first like i was way too little to be watching it it was like yeah. in my mind like yeah like i still like i still have memories of like danny riding his tricycle oh down the hallway and such s- a good one so good. I personally nostalgia was thinking about that 
and being young and not really being allowed to watch scary, scary movies, my mom would let me rent PG-13 movies from Mammoth Video, which was the like video rental in our town. Um, and Still have my card. So, <laughs> so I rented The Watcher in the Woods. Have you seen this? Oh my god! <gasps> Have you seen this? One of Patty and I used to watch it once a oh week. Oh my gosh! I thought I tell people about this all the time. No one has ever seen it. We should watch it together. We should watch it. It's really scary. It is legitimately Except, scary. I feel like it'll be one of those things where we'll be like, yeah. "It's so good," and then we'll watch it and be like, "Not good." That's probably the case. It's, Maybe we shouldn't it's like watch it. Really scary. No, I thought so too, and I remember thinking, "Like, man, for PG thirteen, this shit is like creeping me out." Oh, I want to watch it. So good. Oh, okay. I love scary we could, movies. We could go on about that. And mostly I love Kara. Happy, Happy birthday, Kara. I hope that this birthday is so good and that you do not end up on the worst birthday podcast. I know. We love you. <laughs> um, next is our a jingle jangle segment. A jingle, a jangle, a jingle, jangle, jingle. I don't jangle. mean to pat myself on the back, but this is a <gasps> r- r- really good one. Yay! So jingle jangles. I think you're better at jingle jangles than I am. Wow, that's, I don't you're think welcome. that's true. That's yes, bold. It it's Thank true. you. I accept it. Um, Jingle jangles when we find like a musical clip. So I mean, oh wait, really quick. I'm better than you at a lot of things. Uh, this is just fair. like one thing. But yes, okay, this keep is on going. maybe the only thing. I'm just I'm like better. throwing you a bone. Yeah, like, thank you. Enjoy. I really okay. appreciate it. I'll take it. Um, so this combines two of my favorite things, which is podcasts and musical theater. Which I know a lot of you just like turned off the podcast or just like turned off your brain when I said musical theater. But listen, this is not some like smarmy, like let's talk about South Pacific musical theater. By the way, I fucking love South Pacific. Get out of this yes. house. But also I want to say when you talk about musical theater, my brain perks up because I'm like, you're very like discerning about it. You're not just like, I love all musical theater no matter Ooh. what. So like when you like it, I'm like, you're, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a really I nice think compliment. I you're a good critic of it, and I always enjoy your recommendations. That's so. really nice. Except when you bash South Pacific, which is amazing. South Pacific is a hot pile of I garbage. I'm just kidding. No, the, the recent Bart Cheer production, which you saw at mm-hmm. Lincoln Center, was amazing. Amazing. Everybody okay. in it had really nice butts. That's like the number one thing I remember. Yeah. I'm not kidding. I wanted to touch everyone's butts. Why do you think I like seeing Broadway shows so much? Ah, it's like everyone in it is just they like have this their like butts. And they're wearing those physique. like butt costumes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they're like in sailor outfits, which yes. are like white and tight. Oh, my God, the butts. Um, that's what this episode is about, just talking about white and tight <laughs> sailor butts. No. Um, <laughs> so there's this brand new podcast, which is a musical. It's I love a, the idea of this. It's amazing. It's a, it's a musical told in three parts. And it's like, I don't know if I'm explaining this right, but it's not like... It's it's like a narrative. Like, they tell you a story, like The Homecoming. Like, it's like a fiction podcast, but it happens to be a musical. So, um, it was inspired by... It's called 36 Questions. Um, it's in three parts. And it was inspired by this article in the New York Times Modern Love uh, column called To Fall in Love with Anyone, Do This. It was written by Mandy Len Catrone. Um, and I'm sure you guys heard about it. Everyone was talking about it. They said that, like, two strangers can come together, like, instantly... By answering, asking and answering 36 specific questions. And it's not like ask any 36 questions. Like they list them out what 36 questions you should ask. Um, They range from like what's too serious to be joked about to what's the last thing you sang. It's really interesting. Um, So anyway, the musical follows this couple played by Jonathan Groff, who you might know from Glee, or he was the voice of Kristoff in Frozen, or he was in the original cast of Hamilton on Broadway, um, and an actress named Jessie Selton, who's like this great off-Broadway actress. Um, 
and we learn early on that Jesse's character has told a huge lie about who she is. So anyway, they use those 36 questions um, to try to save their marriage again. Interested? Yes. I know I yes, am. Yes, 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 yes. Um, in this clip that I've selected, the two of them are confronting each other after the lie is discovered, and it's so beautiful. No, no, these so things needed to get done. Okay. Okay. Just, just, just stop moving towards me. Just stay on your side of the room, okay? So we can talk this out. No, listen. To forget about no, listen. Me. If my moms are going to be so nice to have me out here well, and, and respect my need to be alone during this really insane, crazy, impossible time of my life, the absolute least I can do is, you know, just just go around and 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 and, and destroy their house. After tonight, you'll never hear from me again. If that's what you want, everything we need to fix our marriage is inside this envelope. I'm asking for one chance. We'll do this one thing. It is the first thing we're doing together. Since I found out you were not who I thought you were. So beautiful. It's so good. Their right? voices are. I think I found my dream voice. Like who I wish I sounded like. She has, oh, yeah. <laughs> she has this incredible voice, and um, Jonathan Groff obviously has one of my favorite voices of all time. But um, you should, you guys should really go and listen to this. It's this one is Act One of Three. There's only one of three out as of this recording. Um, but it's so beautiful, and the first song she sings is really, really incredible. I didn't mention, but the writers, composers, directors are Chris Littler and Ellen Winter. So they just like conceived of this thing and and wrote it, which is amazing. Because writing a mu- new musical is really hard to do, especially sort of like an original new musical. And the music is so beautiful, and these voices are so beautiful. Oh, what a time to be alive! It's really beautiful. Can you can you tell I'm excited about this? Yeah, I love it. Um, Okay, Lauren. Since we are strangers trying to fall in love, I'm going to ask you a few questions from the list of 36 questions. Okay. Are you down? I bet you'll know. You know everything about me. I bet I could. I bet I could guess your answers. Um, Okay. We don't have to sing it either because we aren't as beautiful singers as (laughs) as Jonathan Groff and Jesse Shelton. I mean, ordinarily, if I didn't have this oh, cough, I'd be able to sing cough, amazing. Perfect. Okay. Would you like to be famous and in what way? I, I feel like the cool thing is to be like, no, I don't ever want to be famous. But like, I want to have like, I would like to write a book, which would make me like in yeah. my eyes, like your notable name. Yeah, totally. Or you know what? I just want to check mark on my Twitter handle someday. That's wow, all I want. Wouldn't that, that be cool? That would be like, okay, I can die now. Wow. Actually, that's the perfect amount of fame is the check yeah. mark. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Uh... I have thought about it, and I think really genuinely I wouldn't want to be famous. Well, you're on a very famous podcast right now, <laughs> so you get be, used I to it. you're going to be like, well, you're on the right track to become oh, not ever famous. Not quite the opposite, my friend. <laughs> Blowing up. Oh, my Lanta. Um, if you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? Um... I think I wish it was patience because Good one. I think having patience would allow me to do other things. Like it would like, cause I was thinking I wish I was a better writer. And I think one reason I'm not a better writer is cause I don't have patience. And like a lot of things, wow. my life problems are because I'm not patient. What about you? That is such a good answer. That is such a good answer. Cause I feel like I would have been like, I want to be more creative, but like, 
patience is actually I'm kind of cheating of because I'm going to the root of something no, that explains a lot of things. That's the opposite of cheating. That's mm-hmm. called like being self-aware and knowing yourself. Go on. Wow, you're so good. But I'm not patient. I'm good, but I'm not patient. Wow. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I wonder what my one quality would be. I, I'm going to steal it. I'm taking your patience. And yeah, I think you, you need it. You're, I, you're ridiculous. I do. I think I don't I don't give people the benefit of the doubt all the time. I don't know if that's true, actually. That is not true. I, I'm not that patient with people all the time. I You have said this before. I do not agree with you, uh, but it's different strokes for different yeah. folks. I don't know you as well as you know you. <laughs> You've spent a lot more time with you. Wow. If anyone knows me almost as well as I know me, it's probably you. Well, that's true. Not my, not my husband. <laughs> uh, good one. Good one. Good one. Everyone fun. go listen to um, 36 questions. This was act one of three. Um, it's from the podcast channel two up, which is, I think how you have to look it up. Um, but a gorgeous new podcast musical by Chris Lettler and Ellen Winter. Check it out. And now I'm happy because I have that song in my head. Yeah. Right. Which is fun. Cause it's really a good, good song. song. Yeah. Um, Okay, I'm really glad we brought back no comment because there's a lot of like clips that are just like really enjoyable and you know we don't necessarily have a lot to say about them but we want you to hear them. Yeah, this is from a pretty new podcast called By the Book and yeah. I can actually remember it's a Panoply po- podcast and they actually had like three podcasts they were asking people to vote on Ooh. like it was like By the Book and like two others and they were like vote for which one you want to become a thing yeah. and I voted for By the Book and it became a thing. You did it. That was me. Good job. Um, that's because everyone else knew that it was a great concept, and it is. It's uh, They basically select a self-help book, and then they test out the pillars of the book on their own lives for a week, and then they get together to talk about whether or not it changed their lives. It's such a good premise. I know. And um, this is the episode, by the book, French Women Don't Get Fat, <laughs> and they choose Muriel Guano's French Women Don't Get Fat, and the subtitle is The Secret of Eating for Pleasure. And it's supposed to be a non-diet book that promises a life of wine, bread, and even chocolate without girth or guilt. Even chocolate? Even chocolate. <laughs> uh, and it all sounds great until you hear about the leaks. Uh, there's a structure. The diet's very structured and it like, kind of fluctuates a bit. But at one stage of the diet, you're only allowed to eat raw or boiled leeks. Okay. This officially became no longer a non-diet book. Yeah. And where's the chocolate? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And the wine. I, d- I didn't hear the word wine in that description. But so in this clip that I'm not going to go on and on about, I just want you to listen to it and listen to the whole episode. Uh, Jolenta, one of the um, hosts, is really struggling. And she hates leeks so much that she says at one point she just wants to starve herself because she literally cannot eat another fucking leek. <laughs> but in this clip, she has discovered that there's like some tiny text that says she's allowed to put a little bit of olive oil on the leek. And oh she didn't gosh. notice that at, at the beginning. And this is a huge game changer for her, and she gets super emotional about it, and it's hilarious. But, but Brad did make me revisit the book to see if I had any other options other than just starving myself in protest. And it turns out I did not see the part where Marie says you can drizzle a little bit of olive oil over your boiled leeks. Your and sad I, boiled leeks. I flipped the fuck out when I found this out. Oh, my God. It's so much better. Oh, oh my God. What have I been doing? Why am I crying? Babe. Babe. What? What? Actually, you're doing so hot. <laughs> what do you mean? You doing okay? No. You're like crying. Because I got olive oil on my tongue. And it tastes so good. 
<laughs> no comment, but you know, it's funny. Oh my God. It makes me so happy. Yeah. I love it. Um, should we jump to our segment, segment, segment? Yeah. It's a segment where we talk about non-podcast related things. Because we have other interests. Yeah. You don't know us. We have to think really hard about this Sandy's part. got lots going on. Beyonce's is better than Sandy's. I actually have been meaning to bring this up. I have a friend named Sandy who mentioned that she listened to uh, Car Talk once and it really helped her out. No. Okay, we can I talk know about that friend Sandy and I love her very much. But you went on a cruise with her. But I we need to talk to her about car talk. She said it like actually they described no, a very no, oddly no, specific no, problem. Rejected. I I rejected also. Like you can take that up with Sandy. Mm. I know. Oh my god, Sandy! I wish you could see his eyes right now. Um, you might want to get a some sort of gun Listen, or the only form of person, protection. The only he's person going to kill you. I'd be willing to hear this from is from Sandy. He's a nice guy, but he's going to kill you. Okay, because uh, I respect her so much. If anything happens to Sandy, guys, you know no, who never. it was. I like her. So I'm much. just kidding, but he's mad. <laughs> I he, am mad. He's mad because he wants better things for you. Yes. Oh my god, he, I have never seen Whatever. his face like this. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Oh my god! Okay, okay we, Maybe have we should talk about something else. Segment, segment. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, I brought down, brought down things. I brought down things twice this podcast: <laughs> Maurice Sendex, death and car, car talk. talk. Okay, oh. moving on. Uh, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? You can go first this time. I think I went first last time. Okay, so my segment segment is, which again is just sort of like our endorsement of something going on in our lives or something we're excited about, whatever, whatever. Um, I have to give that caveat because mine doesn't really make sense. But I have this group of friends who all. Um, like knit or crochet and I learned how to crochet a few years ago and so um we all like started doing this group and we call it stitch and bitch which is not a thing we made up but um you like do some stitching and you drink some wine and you do some bitching and you just like have fun so you get to work on like a crochet or knitting project and drink wine and complain it's so fun I really do love that can I get invited sometime no okay oh just kidding yeah absolutely oh, wait would you have I was like learning? okay with that I would <gasps> can I cross stitch because yeah, I enjoy cross stitching. stitching oh yeah you know I love cross stitching but I think In you would also me. enjoy like knitting or crocheting okay it's a, it's a really good time. I just invited myself. You're in. I would yes. love for you to I come. I passed the test. It's so much fun. We do it like um, like in Brooklyn Heights weeknights. I hope we'll have to talk later because I did not mean to invite myself, but it sounds very fun. Oh my gosh, you would love it, and okay. they would love you. Okay, so you guys should start your own too because it's a really fun thing. I like that. And uh, then you I can really like, like make a baby That's scarf a or something while yeah. you're drinking wine. Anyway, what's yours? What's your segment segment? Um. Mine is, okay, it's a song, and this has happened before where, like, I heard a song, and I was so into the song that I was like, this happened with that Tune Day song that I made you listen to called uh-huh, Namesake, uh-huh. where I get so obsessed with it, I wanted everyone in the world to listen to it. I listened to it all day with this fear of, like, I hope I'm not getting sick of this song. Like, what if I'm getting <sighs> sick of it? It's almost like a drug addiction where you're like, I, th- I shouldn't listen to it again, but I'm going to. I can't not listen to it again. It made my day happy. It energized me. It's been energizing me ever since I first heard it. I emailed it to my mother, or I texted her and emailed her, and I was like, can we listen to it at the same time like I did yeah. with you? And she wouldn't do it. No one will do this with me. I, I did it. But not at the same time. I know, and I it did. took you I, three days, and I was on pins and needles <gasps> for three days. It took. No, it was overnight, I swear to God. It, it I will felt pull up like three days. <laughs> I was waiting at my computer, refreshing my email every minute for a day, waiting oh, for you. I texted you. I responded that night, and then we didn't get to listen to it until the next morning at 10 a.m. It was a little disappointing on this end. I did, the, I the did press play without warning you. you I did. feel terribly about and then, that. Yeah. I'm so really sorry. What I'm saying is I'm just looking for a friend. Please tweet me if you're willing to be that friend who will listen to songs with me at the same time that I'm listening to them. I want to enjoy them at the same time as people yeah but um this song is 
called uh, Girlhood. It's by The Preachers, and they spell it P-R-E-A-T-U-R-E-S. And I'm just going to play you like a little bit because it makes me really happy. Yay. out because that was so much more fun in this room lauren was singing and dancing along can i tell you what my feelings about that song yes i love it so much (laughs) did you like it more than namesake way more (laughs) oh i should have called you oh it's so good right that is a song that just makes you want to spin and dance for hours and also i always do this um there's like a few i could probably there's probably like 10 songs in my life where i've been like this obsessed yeah like i want to say like be easy ghost face justin can attest to this like yeah yeah that tune day song like every yeah. once in a while and i go on this binge of like i have to look up the artist and i want to see pictures of the artist and i want to look at what they wear and like yeah, so i've been looking at is. a lot of pictures of the band and actually I, this is embarrassing i don't know what her name is but i'm going to post this on um our facebook page there's this image of her and she just like the lead singer is just this, like kick-ass girl and she's literally like kicking in the air in this picture and she looks so badass and <laughs> she i just thank you for the song it's been it gives me it, it's my power song right now and i it makes me really happy sorry i went on way too long i about love that. it don't be silly. can we listen to it together sometime yes okay. Can we like dance? Yeah, yes. I love it. Um, DJ Jaywu, I see marks here that you don't have a segment segment this time. Can I have a segment segment for him? Yeah. That, that, can I put words in his mouth? Never mind. I'll just do. I'm gonna, I'm doing two. <laughs> he, he, for the record, he protests. He well, this is an example of him being humble, and I need to <gasps> boast about him. He his stickers came out. Teenage, oh yes. Go buy Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and SpongeBob SquarePants yep. stickers at the App Store. Yep. Because Justin made them. And I, I, Justin, don't be so humble. No, he didn't make literally make the stickers, but he's been working on that project for a long time, and they're really cool. And they'll make your text conversations way so better. much better. You may, you may be thinking like, I I don't watch Nickelodeon. Like I, I'm I'm not a 12 year. Listen, or you, they will fully enhance your texting life. Or you may be I thinking, what's a sticker? Because sometimes when I send them to people, they're like, what's going on with What'd this text do? message? And it's like, <laughs> it's magic. Yeah, go look up anyway, stickers on the App Store. No, Justin's been working really hard on them, and they're really cool. They're so yeah. awesome. So, thanks for listening, guys. And Yay. thanks to Kara for being born on this day. Happy birthday. We love you. And we'll see you next time. Peace out. Bye. Bye. Bye.